Welcome to Brands Made Meaningful, conversations with the team at Susner about how purposeful branding inspires unity, identity, and powerful change for growth-minded organizations. We made it past the 50 episode mark. If you would have told me that on episode one, I would have laughed in your face. Season three coming soon. Yeah. Excited about that one. I think uh, we're going to try to push into some new territories and maybe get some other voices on here if people are sick of listening to us. Does that mean we need to change the name of the podcast? Because that's what we're talking about today. Oh, what a good connection. See the segue? What a segue. Um, What's in a name? What is in a name? I think that names go overlooked surprisingly when we talk about the work that we've done within branding is people don't think of a name like they think of a logo. Everyone thinks of, okay, we're going to rebrand. We need to change our logo. Rarely does someone say we need to relook at the name of our brand. And that's where this conversation really starts is to say, even if you're a 30 year, 60 year or a hundred year brand, there's always a good time to just be at least assessing a brand name to make sure that it's still relevant, make sure it's still working properly. People think of a name as permanent, like you name your, um, and then that's never, ever going to change. But we run into it all the time, including our own organization, where we step back and say, is what we're doing and where we're going still accurately reflected in how we talk about ourselves and in the name that we use to describe that. Yeah. And I think that if we ever do change our name, a podcast about that would be great. Just do it live. How do you change a name live? Um, Live whiteboarding (laughs) name change process. Um, But so what I want to get into today is if you're going to change your name or at least look at the name, I think that a lot of people go, well, if we look at our name, then that means we're changing our name. That's not always true. And so why would you look at the brand name that you have? And then in what scenarios does it make sense to say, okay, we're going through this type of scenario. It just makes sense for us to assess the name and make sure that it's still doing what we want it to do. We won't get into how to change a name. I think we had an episode like way, way back about yep. what what a name-changing process looks like. And maybe we can have another conversation about that at a different time. Sure. So first and foremost, the reason you would consider changing your name or at least looking at what your name is is to see if it's still relevant with what you do. Yeah, when I talk to a client about potentially changing the name, I look at two big areas. It's like when someone goes, well, why would we change our name? I would say two areas are, is it still relevant? Slash, does it align with what we're trying to do, our, our strategy? And then two, what kind of market perception are we currently creating? And is it creating the right perception for us. And if we can say it's doing both of those things really well, it's still really relevant and on pace with who we are and what we want to be. And two, it's really, really relevant or it's really, really good for our perception and it's creating the right perception for us. Then I would say we're great. This is perfect. Then we've hit the gold standard for our name right now. We keep moving forward confidently. At a really high level, how can somebody determine whether or not the name is still relevant? Is it just gut? Is it just looking at it? What's one, what's one tip that you would give an organization as they're looking at their name and they're looking at who their customers are, what their current mission statement is, what their current audience is? Is it net promoter score? Is it surveying? I would look at, 
I would look at some kind of research, whether it's consumer research or internal research to ask the question, what kind of perception do we want to create? Or maybe you've already defined it, define that with everybody and say, here's the perception we're trying to create. And then asking people, does our brand name create that perception for us is a really easy way to start. There's a lot of things you can do. And like I said, I don't want to get way into the weeds of how do you do all of that. But if you start asking questions, even going um, we talk, I, I call it socializing the problem. Um, let's just go around the organization and start having the conversation. Do you think our name does what we're trying to accomplish within the market, within our brand and all these other things? And you might get people pushing back and be like, wow, you're crazy. But you just go, well, hold on a second. Like, let's just have a conversation from an objective point of view. And I think the objective part is very, very important with this. A lot of people who maybe have worked at an organization for a long time or have been a part of a club for a long time, they are attached to that name. It's going to be really hard for them to move off of that name. If you came to the office and said, hey, I want to change the name of the company, I'm sure that at least half of us would be like, what are you talking about? Yeah, That's crazy. Um, and so I think when you talk to people, it's say just Let's live in a place of removing ourselves from the amount of work that goes into it or the amount of other things and just say, is this objectively helping us be where we want to be? So that's where I'd start. I'd either have conversations or if you do end of the year surveying of a membership or maybe you do end of the year surveying of your fan base or maybe you do end of the year surveying of your consumer base, just kind of slide the name and name question in there. Do you think this, um, some organizations might be like, that's crazy because then people are going to start asking questions about it. You know, your audience better than I do right now. So that's where I'd start. Perfect. So relevance and alignment market perception. There are a handful of events that we've kind of queued up here that would trigger assessing whether or not your name still is relevant for who you are, what you do, where you're going. These are, scenarios that have come up over the last five years that when I go back and I say, well, that name change really would have made sense there, or they did a name change and it made a ton of sense because they were going through this type of process. Just try to list them all out and say, here's where, if you're going through one of these scenarios, just have the thought, maybe our name might be needing to be looked at. It's just like a website or a logo. You would say, let's look at that every couple years. These are the things that I would say trigger that looking. And I think you just run through these. Yeah, but you look at these first, then you decide. You don't necessarily have a pre... Like sometimes we'll work with uh, an organization and and they'll actually ask us right up front. We're thinking that maybe the name change should be part of this. And our answer is usually, I don't know yet. Let's first understand what these different triggers might be and what these factors are, and then we can make a a better recommendation. Yeah, I think that what we're going to come back with is there's never... A perfect time to change your name. This is like, what is the saying? There's never a great time to have a baby or something like that. (laughs) Um, There's never a great time to change your name. There's going to be a million reasons not to do it. However, there are some times that are better than others. And I would say that a name change doesn't completely change the game for you. So I wouldn't do it as its own event. I would tie it into something that's a larger signaling of a change. There's a restaurant that used to be by my house that was failing. Mm -hmm. So the owner changed the name. They rebranded it. New name, new logo, same staff, same menu, same interior, same same food. Vibe, yeah. And 
it ultimately went out of business. Yeah. So they weren't effectively changing anything other than just the sign on the outside. I don't like to think of name changes as marketing plays. That can be the perception of it a lot of times is to say, oh, you changed your name for marketing purposes. But there's a, there's a like you just established, there's a lot of, oh, that's interesting. There's a new name and then you go there and then it's like, oh, it's just the same thing. Same it it thing. almost makes you feel worse about it than you did the first time. Super disappointing. Um, just really, yeah, not a great way to go about it. But anyways, going back to these scenarios, I, want, I just want to walk through them and then we can talk about them a little bit. So the first one is you're doing a strategic shift. Think about things like you're changing markets, you're expanding into a different area. Maybe you're re rediversifying your products or your offerings to say, okay, I'm, I'm really looking at what we offer and we're going to change that in some kind of capacity. Um, or we're going to expand that. Basically it's, we're trying to redefine ourselves in either this industry or we're going to define ourselves in a new industry. You're either going away from something or towards something yep. usually. Yep. Next one is mergers or acquisitions. This happens a lot where a client come to us and say, okay, we just merged two, three, four, eight organizations. What should we do with naming? Should we take one that we currently have? Should we build a brand new one? What, what is, what is the way to go about that? Some people just go, well, let's just take the biggest name and keep moving forward. And that can absolutely be a good option. That can also be an option that hurts things like culture that hurts things like the perception of the company just kind of rallies underneath the perception of the largest one, which can not always be the right way to go about it. We're working with an organization right now with that exact issue where three organizations merged. They actually took the logo from one of the organizations, combined it with the name of one of the other organizations. I don't have clarity on why they picked which for each other than it was a concession by the owners coming together saying, well, give and take, let's keep our name and keep sure. your name. Yeah. Which and, in the moment seems like a good idea. And I think, for sure. I think that there's a lot yeah. of logistical ways to look at a name and say, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Right. But the way that I would look at it away from the financial burden that changing a name comes into is just that is it helping us be who we want to be moving forward? And for mergers and acquisitions, that's a hard conversation because there's a lot of politics, internal politics that go into that specifically. Yeah, this organization in particular continues to struggle with referring to the name of the organization that they used to work for. So while well, I'm actually a legacy Acme company, hmm. even though now I work for this organization. So I would never work for Acme company. That what does terrible. Acme stand for? I have no idea. Okay. Um, the next one, <laughs> global expansion. Yeah. Global expansion. Think about, um, we work with organizations that maybe have started in a specific country and they get large and they have a lot of success and that's awesome. But when you move into new market, especially into international markets, your name might mean something else in a different language. That is not good. Um, that can really hinder your growth and your ability to sell and have success in those markets. And so I think there's a lot of people that might expand into a market and, and for good reason, just say, oh, that's just not the right market for us. Or it wasn't successful because of this. I think they overlook the ability to say, well, your brand doesn't mean the same thing in that culture as it does here. So when you're going into this international market space, you should be looking for that 
all of the different ways that your current brand is perceived here might not be the same way there, especially when you talk about the name. Could mean something in a different language, could have a different slang version of it. Uh, working with companies, even when they come from other countries to the U.S., it's that same way to say, well, your name is very, very popular in your original country, but when you come here, it doesn't really mean the same thing. It doesn't have that same level of perception. Yep. Next one is to differentiate. It's literally to help you stand out from your competition. Yeah. I talk about this in the matter of the competitive landscape has changed and you've noticed that there are more competitors in your industry, or maybe there's different competitors in your industry than there were when the name happened, whether that was 30 years ago or whatever. This means that you should relook at that to say, okay, we're looking at our competitors. We're doing all these other things. Maybe a competitor has a very similar name to you. Maybe they're all named in a certain way and you're named in a different way. To start being mindful of that at least gives you the opportunity to be objective within saying, okay, things are changing in our industry. How do we change or not change? I'm going to pick on the industries, but the, the legal law firms and accounting firms traditionally yeah. string a handful of owners or principals names together and one really easy way to stand out and differentiate from that very normal nomenclature yeah. is to name your law firm or CPA firm a name that's not three people's names. Private clubs. The exact same way. We're going to pick the name of the most popular tree on our course, and then we're going to match it with the landscape that's around here, like Pine Valley or whatever, yeah, or Cypress gonna, Point. Or we're going to name it after the, the nearest city in which yeah. we live, even though this isn't a municipal golf course sure. and has no affiliation with the actual you know, zip code that it shares. Yeah. It's just location based. It's just easy. It's like, yep, let's do that. Yep. Sounds good. The next one is a brand evolution. Maybe you're going through some kind of brand evolution. Maybe you're saying we need to relook at our brand. We need to refresh it. That's a really great time to look at the name. Um, you're already doing the brand forward work. It's just adding that onto the docket to say, we don't need to change our name, but we do need to assess our name just like you would assess your brand. Any client that comes to us with a rebranding or a brand evolution initiative, we always say the first step in our discovery and strategy process is assessing the current brand and saying, is what we're look like and feel like and sound like doing what we want it to do in the broader marketplace? And that's an awesome time, especially when you're rolling out new logos and you're rolling out new colors and, and all the graphics and the verbal changes. And then to say, and by the way, we're going to be called this from now on. This is the one of all of these that is probably the most in our wheelhouse. It's the one that we see the most because sure. brand evolution, brand rebrand type of work is the backbone of what we do. But this comes up all the time. And Right now, we, earlier today, we had a conversation with a golf club that we're working with on whether or not the name should change. And so we've done some surveying and we've made our recommendation. We'll see what the board decides, but it takes a lot of weighing in to say, yeah. this is a 110-year-old golf club that has redefined, it's turned over 70% of its membership in the last seven years, and it's completely redefined or refined who its target is member is does the name that we currently call ourselves reflect 
the 10 year, 20 year vision of where we're going next. And it's a really interesting conversation because emotions come into play. People <laughs> yeah. are sentimental. History comes into play. We've right? had the same name for 110 years. How dare we change our name? So it's a, it's yep. a complicated issue, but yep. evolving the brand, which is what they are doing for a lot of forward thinking reasons, whether they change it or not, this is at least a good time to consider it. The next one is a milestone. Like when you run into a milestone as an organization, it's an awesome time to rethink some of this stuff to say, okay, we're, we're reaching our hundred year anniversary. We just talked to another on the same note of private clubs a couple weeks ago where they said, we're getting to a hundred years. Is it time for us to relook at how we name ourselves, what we, what we establish ourselves as, and is it really relevant moving forward just because we've been here for a hundred years. And that to me, that was super visionary conversation from the club to say, Hey, we we've been this, but that doesn't necessarily mean we always have to be this. Um, and to say for the next 100 years, which is really cliche to say, but celebrating the last hundred years, here's for the next hundred years. But that next era in this organization's life is going to be who cares what we were? Let's figure out what we want to be and let's move forward. So just these milestones is a great time just to say, we've done this for a long time. Is it still right? So our organization's turning 25 this year. Does that Ooh. mean we need to change our name? Ooh, I didn't even think about that. Wow. Yes, does, by the way. Um, so those are the scenarios that, that at least I, there's more scenarios than this. I think it'd be... I don't know, naive for me to say there's, there's, this is it. This is all you get. Um, there's a lot of times where it goes, we're changing. We should look at our name just to make sure that it's right. But overall, I think the takeaway from this is think about your name as another asset within your brand. It's not the whole thing. It's like the logo, right? The logo is an asset. We're going to use it as a tool. We're going to craft perception with it. Your name is the exact same way. I, th I think of your name as the, the verbal logo for your whole brand and the logo being the visual component of that. And so if you say this is what people say to each other, this is people, how they bring us up in conversation, this is it touches so much of how our perception is, if it doesn't help you create the right perception, then that can be a huge miss from your team. And to what we talked about earlier, being able to evaluate whether or not it's creating the right perception <clears throat> and doing so as objectively as possible is the way to do it. It's so easy to get lost in the subjectivity, the sentimentality um, it's the way we've always been type of approach yeah. um, that it's easier to stay with what you have. Changing your name takes some bravery. Oh yeah. Uh, that is not an insignificant. I don't, I don't take that lightly. Changing the sure. name of your organization, unless you're a couple of months old and your name has no equity in the market, yep. changing your name takes some guts. Um, and so it has to weigh out the pros and the cons and not, and the investment that it, the, the hard costs and expenses that will come with changing your name and yep. changing URLs and communication materials, et cetera. Absolutely. Signage. Uh, uh, legal things, yep. legal documents. Um, there's just, there's a lot of stuff in there. And I think that when we talk about changing the name, people go right to the big question of like, okay, we're going to change the entire name. Well, maybe not. Maybe you change a little bit of it, or maybe there's a multiple components of it that we change, or maybe we're, blank and blank 
this company and maybe want to be switched a little bit from that. It's not necessarily an impossible task. There's a lot of ways around it. I would agree that it takes bravery. There's a lot of people who would say, we're going to change our name and everyone in the room would be like, whoa, are you serious? There's a little bit of stigma around that. I would think of a like a pros and cons list of saying, does our current name getting in the way of us growing our business? Is it neutral or is it actively helping us in our business? That's a great way of looking at it. When we, if I look it back, if I like try to remember all of the projects that we've at least talked about name, which is a lot more than you would think, less than 50% of them actually changed their name. More than half look at the name and then go, no, it's either doing what we need it to do or it's not hindering our ability to move forward. And I would say out of those three to say, it's either helping us, not hurting us or hurting us. If it's in the helping us or not hurting us, I wouldn't change your name. I would say that that means it's good enough as is to keep moving forward in the direction it is. If it's actively hurting your perception, that would be something to go, it's time to, to move forward. Yeah, back to the restaurant. The restaurant didn't go out of business because the first name that they had wasn't <laughs> no, was a good, no good name. So you didn't like the name of the restaurant and you said, I just don't want to go there anymore. No, it was the food. <laughs> it was the food and the service and the terrible beer tap selection. Okay. All right. Anything else? Um, no, this is a good one. I would, um, I'd look it up if I had it here in front of me, but if you dial back, we do have a, a naming process conversation gets into the weeds. If that's what you're looking for in a next step of a more how to, and some of the steps to go yep. through, but at a high level, I think assessing the name and not taking it for granted and not thinking that it has to be permanently etched in stone. If there's an opportunity to help your business evolve, I would at least take that into consideration. Maybe this is part of a great strategic planning conversation with your leadership team. Be brave, have the conversation. That's it. And we're not asking you to do anything about it, but just have the conversation. It's not that hard. It's not. And you're not naming a baby. It's not. No. You're, you're don't naming, even compare you're naming it an organization, that. so don't it's okay. Yeah, it's that. okay. All right. Until next time. See you. Thanks. Susner is a branding firm specializing in helping companies make a meaningful mark, guiding marketing leaders who are working to make their brand communicate better, stand out, and engage audiences to grow their business. For more on Susner, visit susner.com. Thank you.